0: Hey, Money Bosses, welcome back. I am Anna Siruguniano, your host, and I'm excited because we've got an, another awesome speaker on our summit today. Her name is Wanda Brown. Wanda, welcome. So good to have Please.
1: you here. It is so but great to be here.
0: I'm excited for this session because we've, ta- we've been talking a lot about personal finances and, and you know having conversations from all different angles. But this particular session is going to address the needs of some of you who actually are sort of at the crossroads of launching something new and maybe particularly uh, focused on launching a business. And so Wanda has a lot of experience um, and that is what she's working on with her clients. But I'm gonna give her a more formal introduction and then we're gonna dive in in, in, and really explore what she's doing and uh, perhaps she's gonna share some of the tips with us, so. But um, Wanda is an an author, speaker, and a business coach for women. For the past 25 years, she has worked with some of the largest global companies and most recognized brands to design and implement business strategies to grow and transform businesses. Her work has generated over $100 million for her clients. In the midst of a successful career, she was diagnosed with a rare cancer twice in the five-year span and used this diagnosis as a wake-up call to live a life on purpose. While going through cancer treatment, she wrote a book called Rest is the Healing for the Soul. The heart of this book is about how to be resilient in the face of adversity. Through, her, through resiliency, she started her dream job. Today, she's the CEO of Power Women Lunch, where she leverages what she learned from working with her billion-dollar clients to help career women finally, finally launch a business they love and the one that loves them back. Wanda, this is an amazing story, and I'm excited to get to know you a little bit better. But I want to give you, give a little bit of introduction as to where I think a lot of people coming from. But I know because I've been there before. It took me a while to be ready, right, to launch myself into the business ownership um, because I I I was I was in on the path, uh, very successful path. I loved what I did. I was I was working um, at a firm that really Um, I was supportive of its mission. I loved my clients, but I knew something was missing. And so a lot of you might be finding yourself in the same shoes where you have your nine to five job, but it's no longer fulfilling you, right? And you know you wanna make more money or you wanna do things differently, right? You see there's definitely different ways of doing whatever it was whatever it is that you're passionate about in my case it's financial planning but it is it is this first step that's hard to take right and so we're continuing to go on because we've got obligations right we need to pay our bills we have a family we have to take care of but deep down inside, we know that there's the change that has to happen in order for us to fill, to, to live that fulfilling life. So I know that we're gonna get to that to to that point. There there's gotta be a moment when you take that first step. So I want this conversation to be that um, ignite for you, that fire that you lit, lit up, so that you can start getting on you know on this path of making changes and decisions. And so. Permission to launch um, is actually the title of Wanda's Summit, but we're going to borrow it from, and she's going to talk to us about what she's doing there. But I want this to be um, A reminder for all of you that um, you can take this first step. So Wanda, why don't you take it away from me and share with us a little bit about your story and and how are you helping uh, Your clients with this with this idea of actually launching into their next phase.
1: Sure, absolutely. So first of all, again, it's so, it's so great to be here, Anna. And I love your, your summit and the whole topic. And I'm just glad to be here. So um, I think, you know. let me just start with my story. like Because um, I know what it's like to, to be in a position where you want to do something different. You hunger to do something different. And for some of you, it's not, about, it's not about the money. In fact, if you look at the outside, for some of you that are listening to me, you look like you have it all. You have the money, you got the corner office or you got the promotion, right? But somewhere deep down, you know that you were meant for more. So that's where I found myself one day. I was sitting in a chair looking out the window. I had just been diagnosed with cancer for the second time and I was starting to go through chemo. And on this day, I was really not feeling well. So as I was looking out the window, it just seemed like I could, I could feel how busy the world was. Like everyone was out like doing their thing. They were serving their clients. I, you know, I could just hear like traffic going down the street. And I wondered in that moment, like how did I end up here? Like right here, you know, I went to the Ivy League school. I, you know, had got the big jobs. I was one of the first partners for a large global consulting firm in the Atlanta office, right? I had been chief operating officer for a technology startup and VP and like all of that. So from the outside, I looked like I had it all great family, the whole, you know, the whole thing. But in that moment, when I was faced with my mortality, I said, oh, my goodness, what if, what if, you know, I don't live to be 105, like I, I had dreamed, right? Um, what if, you know, my life is shorter than I thought it was going to be? And I sat there that day and I thought about all the things I said I wanted to be, right? All the things I said I wanted to do. And like many of you, I never gave myself permission to do it because I was on someone else's timeline, meaning most of us, if you're working in a career, you're on that timeline where somewhere around 60 or 65, uh, the world says you put in your time and now you you get permission to go off and do something else. But here I was, well away from retirement age, asking myself, why did I sort of abdicate my authority to give myself permission to do the things I wanted to do? And so in that moment, what I said was, you know, you know I'm not feeling, I wasn't feeling well because of the chemo. Thank God for chemo. Not saying anything bad about it. But on that day, it was not making me feel great. And so I said, well, what can I do in my own power? And so what I decided to do was to write a book. I wrote a book about what it meant to rest, right? And I came up with an acronym. And so that was, Anna, what you alluded to in, mm-hmm. my, in my intro. And so I wrote the book and then I invited 20 other women to write their own story about their own journey with cancer or chronic illness. And so that allowed me to get up in the mornings when I wasn't feeling well, because I felt responsible for, for their stories. And so what I realized in that journey, as I started putting the book out, and then I started getting invited to podcasts, and then people from all over the world started calling me to speak, I realized what life was available on the other side of my yes, on the other side of giving myself permission. And so I quit my job. I talked with my husband about it, and it's so funny. I talked to my husband, and then I actually called my clients. And, of course, I was expecting some resistance because the resistance had been happening in my mind, like, Mm -hmm. for years. Oh, if you quit, this will happen, or this will happen, or people will say this or that. It turned out the world around me was so supportive. They were all asking, Mm -hmm. oh, my goodness, why didn't you do this sooner? Like, you know, my clients were saying, Wanda, we saw it in you a long time ago. Like the company that you worked with, worked for was awesome at training, but the vision that you have and the calling that you have on your life is so much bigger than the company that you work for. Mm-hmm. And so I hope I'm speaking to someone here who's sitting on a job or you're sitting in some area of your life and you're saying, I know from the outside, it looks like I have it all, but I know I was meant for more. And so those are the types of women that I work with. Uh, are women who look like they have it all, but they know they were meant for more. And so we talk about this idea. In fact, we start there. What does it look like to give yourself permission? And we talk about the false beliefs that keep us from actually giving ourselves permission. So I'll pause there, Anna, Um, but that's a little bit about my story.
0: It's awesome. No, I, I, I get. I've, I, I know we've met each other before, and I've heard your story already a number of times. But it's still, good. Still get goosebumps just hearing what you're saying because I think it does resonate with me very much as well. Um, you know, just thinking about. Oh my gosh, is this is this my next juncture? Right. I love what I do, and so um, just just wondering about that. Now, something you said that um, kind of uh, was the next question on my in my mind is to. But, you know, is to ask you, let's focus on maybe some of the limiting beliefs or things that you hear quite a bit from clients, um, you know, in terms of like, why would they not want to make, make this first step or take this first step? Why would, they, like all of the excuses, I, I guess, if you want to think of it, but like what is holding, what's the most common belief people have and what's holding them back?
1: Yeah. So I'm going to give you five limiting beliefs that I hear most often. The first one is, I'm gonna call it confusion. So most, I work a lot with women, I work with men as well, but I work a lot with women. The first is confusion. Like Wanda, I don't have a vision. I really don't know what I'm good at anymore. I don't know what I I can do. Like I know what they call me in this corporate environment. I know what I go there to do, right? But if you were to ask me to put up the sign on the outside of a, a building and say, this is what i'm going to do this is how i'm going to serve this is how i'm going to make money i don't know what that that looks like i don't have a vision i don't have a dream Mm -hmm. the second is belief you know so many times people will come and and i I know everyone that's listening has experienced this where you'll hear about an idea or maybe you'll have an idea in your own head that you've always wanted to do and one of two things happen around this idea of belief either you don't believe that it will work, whatever it is, it won't work, or you believe it will work, but you don't believe it will work for you. So either there's something wrong with it, fill in the blank, you know what's in your your heart, what you're thinking, or you think you're deficient in some way. So the second is belief. The third I get, and again, this is probably because I work so much with women, is there's something around age Sometimes you feel like you waited too long. I should have done this years ago. There's so much regret around time, right? We stop seeing ourselves as these timeless beings. And the only time that really exists is, you know, at the beginning and at the end. Everything else is fluid. And so there's always time. I say whether you're eight or you're 80, if you're still breathing, there's still time. Okay? All right. And then the fourth is not enough. And again, you know, I'm not good enough, not tall enough, not smart enough, not rich enough. I need more money. And if that's if, if you're if you have a, 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 a hang up about money, Anna is the person you want to call right away, right? She can help you think about debt and cash flow and how to get your finances right so that you can step out and and start on your dream. And then the fifth is, is just fear. It is a fear, it's just not trusting. It's not trusting in the vision. It's just, you know, um, it's, it's just fear, right? False evidence appearing real. We're putting up all kinds, of, all kinds of visions and thoughts and what ifs, the majority of which will never ever happen, right, mm-hmm. um, but sometimes our, we can just get stuck in our own minds. I, I had someone tell me the other day and I thought this was interesting. She said, if you're in your head, you're dead. Like get out, ask people. Like start uh, enlarging your vision by talking to people and getting other perspectives. So those, I would say, Anna, are the five sort of limiting beliefs that keep people from giving themselves permission to step out and launch something new. It's interesting
0: because um, I've heard. I mean, this is nothing new. That uh, I know, we've heard all of these uh, these uh, objections before. I see a lot of it too with clients as it comes to you know setting up their financial plan or, you know, even starting a conversation because um, there's something that they need to work on. So what I was hoping we can get into is, is maybe perhaps you share a few first steps to take, right? Because we've got to work on ourselves in terms of um, addressing these beliefs and it takes time. That's the work that you do. But um, what do you, yeah, what are the first steps you do with your clients when they kind of give you all of these at once?
1: (laughs) Yeah, you know, the the first step, and I'll bet you you've heard this one before, but the first step is reconnecting with what you value. Mm. For many of us, especially when you're in a corporate structure for a long time, sometimes we forget what we really value and what we really want. I know as women, sometimes we can um, get in the habit of putting other people's wishes, wish lists ahead of ours. And when we've done that for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, maybe maybe even more, we start to forget, well, what is it that we really want? And so, so many times I'll, I'll ask women, well, what is your dream? And they're like, I don't know. So here's a tip that I want you to to try. And just try it for a week. Every day, get up and free write for 15 minutes. Ask yourself, what is it that you really want? What is it that you value? Or what's your dream? Either one of those three questions. And I want you to free write. Don't judge it. Write as fast as you can. And speed here is is the critical thing. Because if you pause and you do it slowly, you'll judge it don't judge it. Just write it. Even if in your brain it comes, I want to be a clown. Just write that down. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And over time, over the the course of a week, if you do it every day for just 15 minutes, you're going to be more and more comfortable with really expressing what you truly value. When you do that, you can start then from there starting to give yourself permission. But so many of us don't even know what we want. And so when you say give myself permission, Mm -hmm. they're like, Uh, immediately confusion comes in because they don't know from which, from the place from which to start.
0: Mm -hmm. I love that. I'm going to definitely try that as well because I I think, I think that's the first kind of point everybody gets stuck. Where am I giving myself permission from if I don't like even see, right, or even had the opportunity um, to create that vision. It's, it's interesting how Wanda, I know you see this too, um, and it's talked a lot about like having the vision um, f- vision for your for your life, right? Um, because if you la- if you're launching into the space, and I know a lot of folks want to have their own business, or maybe not even so much. Maybe they think that having a business is going to give them that life that they want. Um, but I can definitely see where you kind of like put that aside for now and see what the life could look like. Um, and yeah, and launch. Right
1: now. Absolutely. And, and sometimes I, I love, you know, this idea of purpose, right, and vision and all of that. But sometimes for some people, Anna, they can get tripped up when they think about when they try to think about a vision for their life. A lifetime is a long time.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: sometimes the place to start, why don't we practice establishing a vision for a day? You know, I, I say that a day is the microcosm of your entire life right? You're, you know, you're sort of, you get up in the morning, there's sunset, you know, in the evening and there's time in between. So for those of you that are struggling with thinking about the purpose for your whole life, the vision for your whole life, start by practicing what is my vision for today? What's the purpose of today? And as you do that, you can begin to walk more and more into finding, you know, what is it that you really, really want to do? You know, I hope that what you're hearing is I'm, I'm actually asking you to reconnect with that inner wisdom that's already inside of you. We were born very, very wise beings, um, and we just need to tap into that.
0: Yeah, I love it. I think it's, it's definitely going to start um, helping address some of those objections right, we have in our mind uh, that you've covered. Is there anything else for the time being, wanted that you wanted to add um, to close on this interview?
1: Yeah, I would say the time to get started is now, right? Um, it is time, you know, here's what I'll say, you know, permission is based on authority. And so if you're not giving yourself permission to do something, you have to ask, like, who is the authority in your in your life? You know, kids understand this concept very well as, as parents, right? Uh, if they want to eat a snack. They have to get permission. And it's because the parents establish a level of authority over the children. So if you're not giving yourself permission, at least pause and ask yourself, well, who have I abdicated authority to? And is that the person that I want or the persons that I want ruling my life? So that's what I would say. Yeah,
0: I love it. It's a very it's a very practical step. And I can relate to uh, having authority over snacks these days. (laughs) My son is only 20 months old. So yes, (laughs) snack time is on my schedule.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. Not a bad thing, but we want to be intentional about who we're giving authority to because that controls who gives us permission.
0: Yeah, so powerful. Thank you so much. So where, uh, where can folks connect with you, Wanda?
1: Yes. So right now, the best place to reach me is the permission to launch summit, step out, reinvent and live success your way. And Anna will include all the details to connect to to the summit. Uh, And um, we hope that you join. But Anna, you have done a great work with this summit. I am super excited about it. Thank you for pulling this together.
0: Thank you thank you, Wonder so much. Yes, we definitely will share all the all the links uh, for people to connect because I, I love the mission that you're on with with yours as well. So again, thanks so much for your time. Bye. Bye-bye.